What are the ingredients that make up a perfect realtor social media video? Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. How fun is this for me to be back on Keeping It Real? Today, I'm going to be talking about the three E's of amazing video. Hmm, the three E's, what are those? Good question. First, I wanna say, I taught this for mm, some real money in uh, enterprise teaching. I've taught this at universities, so you guys are getting a real deal getting it for free on this amazing podcast. So I wanna talk about the three E's of marketing. So when we're talking about content marketing, content marketing means marketing, but it's more like content. It's It's content that people actually want to consume. We're not talking about ads, we're not talking about flyers, we are talking about content to bring people into your funnel, to bring them into the know, like, and trust so you can build that relationship with them and eventually work with them. And so when we're talking about the three E's, these are the three E's of great content. When you're considering what content should I make for my business, for my social feeds, you're looking at the three E's, which is every piece of content should be either emotional, entertaining, or educational. I probably said that backwards. Really, most of it is educational, entertaining, or emotional. And when I say that, I mean, that's the sort of thing that I'm saying it should make someone feel that. So when you're making a video, you should be focusing on what are you bringing in terms of value? So educational content, that covers a lot, right? Every person has their own perspective. That's why I love working with agents because every single agent has their own perspective of why they're an agent, what they love about it. So some people love design, some people love the markets, some people love investments, some people love mortgages. And it really is a great way to bring your own unique point of view because what's educational to one person is not educational or interesting to another, but you're putting yourself out there and you're bringing people into your orbit so they can see you as that expert and get to know you because you're not selling a home, you're selling yourself. You're selling yourself. So let's talk about what makes good video. So generally, you have to think about like, why should someone watch this? Like, would you watch this? And I mean, really think about it, because sometimes I see people put out content and I'm like, "Mm, you wouldn't consume that, would you? So first of all, think about the why of it, right? Is someone going to actually choose to watch this? So the hook comes into play here. The hook is the first two seconds of the video. 
If you don't have them in the first two seconds, you don't have them. Second number 15 or second number 30 of your video matters an infinitesimal bit compared to the first two seconds. I'm not really sure if I use that word right, but it's a really nice word, isn't it? The first two seconds are the most important and everything after it is very much secondary. We're talking about the hook. It can be the visual or it could be the headline, that first two seconds. Ideally, back in the day, when we're talking about like TV and really high quality video made from brands who have tons of money, the very first frame should be super visual. Like the most beautiful shot of the most beautiful home you've ever seen or you on a mountaintop talking. But the truth is with social media, media, I think our expectations are lowered and talking head video, like with just a person talking to camera, can actually still do really well. However, having said that, talking head video needs to have a really, really strong hook. So if you're bringing uh, content I'm doing, giving, for example, let's say an educational video about why, why high interest rates are the best time to buy a home, I'd be like, why, why would you say that, right? It's a good headline because it makes me say, I don't know if I agree. It makes me curious, I might wanna click. So you start with the hook and even though it's just you talking on camera, that's okay. You have to start with a really, really great hook and then deliver what you talked about. And once you're in the video, a super tight message. So the important things to make a great video is your hook is attention grabbing, it's clear, it's visual and it delivers on the promise. If you promise people you're gonna tell them why they should invest, you cannot make that video be about your dog. Unless your dog is so cute, just kidding. Don't make it about your dog. Really deliver on that promise, but a good hook piques your curiosity. And first we're talking about the good, what makes a good video, and then we'll return to the three E's. So what makes a great video is a great hook, good visuals, and a story. So we talked about the good hook. The good hook is an amazing headline or an amazing first two seconds. And then we're also talking about uh, good visuals. So the more you can bring your first shot to be really strong, the better. I just held a webinar with a group of real estate agents in Canada and we, a lot of them actually had dogs and two of them had ideas to do a dog story. I said, great, I love you talking about your dog. A great hook for that dog video, like the best dog parks in X neighborhood, is the agent holding their dog up to the camera. Everyone loves a cute animal. <laughs> pets and babies are the best content for video. So you could quote me on that. Pets and babies are the best content for video. So this is this is really for our social media manager to cut it cut this moment. Uh, so again, you're talking about that hook. So I wanna see the agent with that cute little dog at the camera, smiling to camera and saying, here are the best dog parks in Brooklyn, New York. And that's a good hook. And now we're delivering on that with the one, two, three best dog parks. And we're just listing it out. So that's a pretty easy to shoot video, but I think it really delivers on the promise and starts with a really cute hook. Great. Another element of a great video is a story. Sometimes with short videos, it's hard to say, oh, there's a beginning, middle and end. But if you're telling more of a lifestyle story or an emotional story, there needs to be a beginning, middle and an end. So in an educational video, it's more of one simple message, but in a story that like is about your life, about how you became a real estate agent, um, you know what you're passionate about, there is a beginning, middle, and end to that. And we're talking about the, the types of videos that the three E's are under. So we're talking about educational video, 
An educational video is any video where you're educating. And that might sound obvious. First, we'll talk about the educational type of video and then how you're gonna execute it. So an educational video is one where you're talking to camera. Uh, sorry, not talking to camera. One where you're educating someone. How you execute that can be many different ways, but you are imparting information to the audience member. And ideally that sort of ties in with your area of expertise. When you are establishing who you are and you're the go-to person for blah, that thing is what you should educate on. So I like to play sports, but I'm not a sports fanatic. So I'm not going to like be on video teaching people about the New York Knicks. That's not on brand for me and I cannot speak with expertise there. So you pick the areas that you are really confident in talking about and that's what you're gonna educate on. And in terms of executing educational content, a lot of people think you only have to be a talking head video, sitting down and talking to camera for education. The execution method, how you make the video can vary. But when we're talking about educational, that's what it's doing. It's teaching. You could talk to camera. You could walk around a house and talk to camera. You can, if you're comfortable walking while you talk, that creates some visual interest. Um, you can also put B-roll in. B-roll is that footage that you see. So you could put in beautiful B-roll of like a luxury, gorgeous home, even if it's not one that you're representing. And then you can, you know, put text or voiceover um, over that, you know, how to land a luxury home in X area or um, how much you need for your down payment for a $5 million house or whatever. But you can execute, make the video in a variety of ways, but the angle is that it's educational, meaning that is what the viewer is getting from it. So now we're gonna move on to emotional. So if you've ever watched a video where it has that sad music and you grab the tissues, then that's an emotional video. But in seriousness, an emotional video is anything where they want you to feel something. So an emotional video could be why I became an agent, it could be some, you know, it could honestly, sometimes it could be like a little sad, but happy in the end. It's anytime you're sort of storytelling and you want someone to feel something. So how to tell that story, what you generally would see for this type of content, it's struggles, it's overcoming, it's overcoming issues. It is personal stories. You know, a lot of people have ups and downs and for a lot of real estate agents, it's not your first career, maybe it's your second career. So you can bring back those personal struggles from your past. People love getting to know people. I have one agent, she sold yellow page ads and I was like, uh, we're making a reel about this. You sold yellow pages ads, that's so cool. So you can bring back interesting and fun stories from your own life. I promise you that is the content that people like to engage with because you don't always wanna be talking about real estate because you're selling yourself, you're not selling your home, you're selling yourself, that it's nice to vary the content and let people get to know you. So that emotional content is done often with, a, that always has a beginning, middle and end. You're starting from a certain point and you're ending at a certain point. So for me, I started working for myself because I was a media executive and I loved my career. Like I loved creating TV. I loved creating video for Fox, Inside Edition, Us Weekly, People Magazine. But when I had my second child, I was working in the hospital. And I was like, this is not success for me. I don't wanna be working during prime moments of my life. And so that is my why. And I turned that into content. Speaking of, you might be hearing my kids coming home from school today right now. So that is an emotional type of video and you can execute that in a variety of ways. You will generally need to start filming B-roll, meaning footage of your life to showcase that. And the way, to, the way you'll see a lot of those videos being done is through moments of footage and text or voiceover under it. And the last E is entertaining. 
you can entertain people if that's in your genre. You know, not everybody feels comfortable making people laugh, but I, I mean, I do. Every once in a while, I try to do a pop culture video or I'll do something where I'm laughing at myself. So for example, I had a reel where I was trying to like do a funny transition and instead I ended up like hitting myself in the face with a snowball. <laughs> so it was like a blooper or an outtake, but I knew that my audience is gonna think this is funny. So that is another way you can do it. And then pop culture moments are perfect for that. So um, I recently, one of my students used the Rihanna Super Bowl moment when she revealed her pregnancy and she tied that back to her own personal experience of being a working mom and how hard the pregnancy is. And her video wasn't particularly funny, but it was like a really interesting take on this huge pop culture moment. And because she had it at the right time, it did really, really well. So connecting yourself to pop culture moments is another way to connect yourself to entertaining content. And I'm gonna go back to the pets concept. If you have a pet, I wanna see the pet in your video. Pet videos are gold. Basically every summer when I spend the summers there's like farms near where we are. And I basically make it a point to hold a bunny and smile at the camera holding the bunny. And then I film footage of the bunny running around. And then last summer, actually, we had a vole. I didn't use the content for social media. I should have it. I would have. But there was like a little vole, which is like a mole, crawling in and out of a hole in our base, in our basement, in our garden. And so I should probably use that as footage. But um, animals make great content. Uh, bloopers are good for entertainment animals, pop culture. And again, it's a way to vary the content. People do not want to go to your feed and see just listed and just sold. If you've ever heard from me before, you know that I am very adamant that just listed and just sold will not get you to the next level. But uh, as you're thinking about what entertaining content to make, think about bloopers, outtakes from your life, using a pet, um, use your pet to give your message. If you want to say, I have a new listing, have your dog like moving your mouth and just like, Put in a thought bubble, you know, new listing, uh, 142 Clinton Street, <laughs> uh, this Sunday, open house, whatever. You know, you could just have fun with it. If it's not a part of your personality, don't push it. Definitely the most important thing is being authentic. But if you are a funny person, I think that it does show people who you are, what it's like to work with you. And that's a differentiating factor. You know, people are working with you. It's a relationship-based business. So the more you can say, hey, this is who I am. And uh, a little bit of personal here is, I'm a funny person. Like, honestly, like I took improv comedy in my 20s in New York City. Like, I am funny. And it took me a little bit of time to use that in my professional career in a way that felt natural and authentic because that is something people get from me. If you're going to work with me as your coach, you're going to get someone who cracks jokes and has fun and is not always super serious, even though I'm very knowledgeable. I have a lot of expertise. I'm, you know, definitely like straightforward but I'm fun and I'm easygoing. So I think it is important to be true to who you are. And if you're more earnest, then be earnest. But if you're fun, let it out. Let it out with this entertaining content. So, all right, uh, I had such an amazing time being on Keeping It Real with you again. My assignment to you is, I want you to make a video that is either educational, emotional, or entertaining. I want you to make it and I want you to tag me and I will share it and I will comment on it. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I love the Keeping It Real uh, audience. You guys are awesome. You have connected with me on Instagram. I feel like a lot of us are social media friends now, but make one of these videos. And if you're struggling with one of the videos, message me and say, hey, I got stuck on this point. Sorry, you're like hearing a lot of, it's almost dinner time here, but sorry about that. Um, 
if you are struggling, let me know what you're struggling with. And you can grab my free tips. I have 10 tips to make awesome video and a bonus download of how to be better on camera. So you can grab those. Uh, they'll be listed in the show notes, but you can also grab them from me at kimritberg.com. You'll see a little pop-up and then you can just grab my free download there. Um, as you go, I'm gonna tell you, if you're aiming for an emotional video, make sure to film content of your life. If you wanna tell your why, dig back in your camera roll, look back five years ago, 10 years ago, even if it's a photo, ideally video, but even if it's a photo, grab your old pieces of content. It will be easier to tell the story in video when you have the content closer in your phone. If you're like, oh, you found it, you're not putting it on the back burner to search for. So when you're telling that emotional content, I would say that is the sort of thing that you do really need a little bit of that archival video to tell the story. And um, if you're gonna do entertaining content, you know, get ready for the next pop culture moment. Maybe if you're a big sports fanatic, see what happens in the next, you know, the finals. If your team wins, maybe you can sort of connect it to real estate or just make a joke about it. But either way, feel empowered to try something new and to remember the good, the, the aspects of a good video visuals, hook, and a story. All right, go forth and make great video. And don't forget to tag me at Kim Rittberg, K-I-M-R-I-T-T-B-E-R-G. And keep reaching out. I feel like I have so many new uh, Instagram friends now because of you all. So keep reaching out and uh, thanks for listening.